0: Welcome to the New Point Community Church Podcast. This message is part of our series, Life is Complicated, We Can Help. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ. Here's what I know about me. Here's what I know about you. Here's what I know about us. The last six months of life, has been very complicated. More complicated than ever before. For all of us. It's not that life wasn't challenging before, it wasn't that it wasn't demanding, but everything that's happening has just gone to a whole nother level. I'm sure you would agree with me. And I'm not real sure with how well we're doing, how well we're adjusting to it. You see, I believe that if we're gonna be able to navigate through these times, that you and I are experiencing, that there needs to be some specific things that I have in my life, that you have in your life, that we're able to to use to guide us and direct us. And they're essential. They're essential for you and I to continue to thrive and not just survive. And we need these essentials for life. And so I wanna give them to you today. Here's the first one. The first one is this. We need power to live on. We need power to live on. You need that because there's a lot of things in your life and my life and our life that just drains us. It drains us of energy and strength and vitality and stamina. When you and I experience change, and we're definitely experiencing that, it can rob you and I of all of those things and of our energy You see, stress can rob you of power, conflict can drain your life, delays can drain you of energy, frustration can drain you, and just everyday work, just the common things in life can drain you and I of energy and of power. So the question becomes, where do you and I get the energy? Where do you and I get the stamina? Where do you and I get the power to live, to be able to go on? Where do we get this when you and I feel like giving up because we're just full of fatigue and we're just worn out? You see, people try different things, and maybe you've tried them. We try therapy, we try pills, we try alcohol, we try food, we try all of these different things to to help us to get energy and stamina. But the real secret of power to live on is this we have to come back to God. We have to focus on God. You see, I believe the more you and I focus on God, the more power that you and I are going to have in our lives. You see, God is the source of all power. He's the Almighty One. And God has all the power that you need and I need to be able to live life. Just look around. Just look at nature. His power is evident everywhere you and I look and see. It's in his creation. And what it speaks is this. That nothing is impossible with God. You see, everything that you are facing, everything that I'm facing, it's possible to handle. It's possible to deal with. Because he's got more power than you and I could ever imagine. And that power is available to you. It's available to me. And we get it by focusing on God. By looking to him, by getting our eyes off of the problems and getting our eyes on god and that is jesus christ you see what you and i have to understand is this god's available to you and me isaiah says it like this he writes even the youth grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly yet those who wait for the lord will gain new strength they will mount up with wings like eagles they will run and not get tired, fatigued. They will walk and not become weary. You see, God has all the power that you and I need and we get it by waiting on him, by focusing on him. And the more you focus on God, the more you're plugged into him and his power, the more you're going to be able to handle whatever life throws at you. And so we need to spend time Focusing on God. We need to spend time coming back and reminding ourselves who He is. Because if you don't do that, you'll have no power in your life. You'll have no strength in your life. And you'll find yourself just wearing out. You see, the psalmist says it like this: says, Be still and know that I am God. There's something about you and I quieting our hearts and focusing on God, and getting our eyes off the problems, and getting our eyes on the solution, or if you will, the problem solver. And so we need to quiet ourselves, quiet our soul, our heart, and center on God, and his goodness, and his greatness, and his love. What he wants to do in your life and my life. You see, he loves you. He has a plan and he has a purpose for you. And the more that you and I focus on him, the more our hearts will be quiet and we'll experience serenity and we'll be able to tap into his power and you'll find yourself being restored and renewed and refreshed and being able to handle the demands of life. You see, as I look and as I talk with people, I sense that many of us are really fatigued and that makes cowards of us all. And we don't do that, which we need to do. We're frustrated by the different things that's going on and that we're facing. And we feel a sense of being overwhelmed. And you may feel like problems and pressures and the stress of life right now is at an all-time high. And that it continues to rise in your life. You may feel that. But I want to say that we need a power to live on. And that power comes by focusing on God. And I want to invite you to do that. Here's the second essential, and it's this. We need people to do life with. We need people to do life with. You see, you and I were made for relationships. And this season that we're in, if we're not careful, we get isolated from one another. Yeah, you need the power of God in your life. But you also need people around you who can support you and encourage you and do life with you. You see, God, when he created Adam, he put him in a garden Beautiful garden, a perfect environment, if you can think that, okay? An incredible environment, no problems, no pressure, no pain, okay, no stress, and yet God looked down, and he saw Adam in this perfect environment, and he said, you know what? It's still not altogether good. There's something wrong. There's something wrong, and here's what God said. He said, it is not good for man to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. You see, you and I were created for relationships. We're relational beings. God wants to have a relationship with us, and he wants us to have a relationship with one another. And so one of the things that we say at New Point, and I mean it, it's dangerous to do life alone. It's not God's will for you to be lonely. You were created for relationships. And yet in the season that we're in, it's very easy for you and I. It's very easy for you and I to fall into isolation. And so God says that you and I need people to do life with, not just power. I was doing some reading, and I came across a study of the Department of Mental Health, and here's what they say. They discovered that if you isolate yourself from other people, if all you have is acquaintances, you have no close friends, okay, you have no intimate relationships with other people, okay, in your life, then what happens is you're three times more likely to die an early death. You're four times more likely to suffer emotional burnout. You're five times more likely to be clinically depressed. You're ten times more likely to be hospitalized for emotional or mental disorder. Wow, what's that saying? It's saying that you and I need people to do life with, that you and I were made for relationships, that you and I are supposed to have people in our life who love us, that we can depend on, who can support us, to have close friends. And that's one of the reasons why here at New Point we encourage you to be in groups. The wisest man apart from Jesus, Solomon, he writes these words. He says, two people are better than one because they get more done by working together. If one falls down, the other one can help him up. And we're falling down. He goes on to say, if you don't have anybody to help you up when you're all alone, pity on you. What's he saying? He's saying that you and I need people to live with. We need people to do life with. And when life gets chaotic and confusing, The first thing that gets shortchanged in our life is what? Relationships. Because we become consumed with all of the problems around us. And we end up starting to skip on relationships. And it always comes back to bite us. And it hurts you and I in the end. And if you don't have meaning relationships, okay, if you don't have people that you can count on, if you don't have people that, that, that you know, love you, what happens is it's not going to end well. You see, you cannot cut back on relationships. You have to have those relationships. Otherwise, at some point in your life, you're gonna go under. So I wanna encourage you right now, okay? Right in the chat. If you're looking for maybe New Point at Home to meet, or maybe you're meeting with some people, or maybe you need to meet with some people, I want to encourage you, if you haven't joined a group, or maybe you're looking at New Point at Home, that you would let us know so that we can help you, we can help you connect, because it's essential that you have people to do life with. The Hebrew writer says it like this, let us not neglect our meeting together. Why? Because we were created for relationships. You need that. I need that. And you don't need to just hear things and learn things. You need relationships to do life with. And that's why you need to meet. You see, isolation is a silent killer. It's a silent killer. And and it's a difficult trap to escape from because we can just fall into it. And then we wonder why we feel the way we do, and that life looks so dark to us. And so we need power to live on. We need people to do life with. Let me give you the third one, and that is this. We need principles to live by. We need principles to live by. You need a clearly thought-out philosophy of life. You need a moral foundation. I need it, and you need it. You need a code of conduct. You need convictions. That will give you stability when everything is flying off the wall, when everything is going crazy, when your world and my world is turned upside down. You see, you and I were created to have a relationship with God. He created you. He made you. And God wants you to live with him forever and ever. But he wants you to develop that relationship right here on earth so that he can help you and guide you and direct you. And so that's so important so important that you and I have principles to live by. You need them, and I need them. Jesus was telling a story, and and he was just helping people understand that there's principles that we have to live by. And he says it like this. He says, everyone who hears these words, these principles, these truths, and obeys them is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. He goes on to say, it rained hard, the floods came, and the winds blew and hit that house, but it did not fall because it was built on the rock. It was built on principles. He goes on to say this, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not obey the principles, do not follow the principles, is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Now listen to this, okay? The same rains, the same floods, the same winds blew against that house, and it fell with a big crash what he's saying here is you know what in life we all experience basically the same thing we all go through the same thing but what matters is what you're building your life on and that's why we need to have principles that can take us through the storms of life now principles are different than values principles are unchanging no matter what the circumstances no matter whether the sun is shining or it's raining You see, if you want to plant a garden, you must abide by the principles of what? Sowing and reaping. If you don't sow, you're not going to reap. And so that's a principle. Values, on the other hand, can be subjective. And we need to understand that. You see, there's good people with good values. And there are people with poor values. But it's your responsibility, it's my responsibility that we align our values with God's unchanging principles. His truth. You see, and if my values don't line up with God's principles, I'll never arrive at the destination that I want and that He wants. And I'll never be able to fulfill my God given potential. You see, what you need to know and what I need to know is God's Word is filled with principles. And when we build our life upon His principles, then they will carry us through every storm that you and I face. Now, here's the problem. God's principles for living are countercultural. They go against conventional wisdom because God's principles are true. And your natural tendency and my natural tendency is not to go that way. So that's why we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about building our lives on principles. Now, principles is about you and I doing life. And there's principles there for time management, there's principles there for marriage, there's principles there for parenting, there's principles there for for relationships, there's principle there for our sexuality, everything there. It's right here. And so we have to be able to build our lives upon those principles. Let me help you with something. Popular culture almost always gets it wrong. Almost always gets it wrong. Let me tell you one way. See, most people think that you earn your way to heaven. That somehow your good has to outweigh your bad. And that's wrong. That's our natural tendency. So you have to work hard and you hope that you get into heaven. And God would say, that's not my principle. My principle is that you can't earn your way to heaven. You can only accept the gift to get into heaven. And that's the person of Jesus Christ. And so popular culture goes against God's principles many, many times. And God wants you and I to know that the way that we experience eternal life is through his son, Jesus Christ. And so you need to settle in your mind. I need to settle in my mind. I need to have a mindset that, you know what? I am going to live by the principles of God that never changes, and they will take me through everything. Now, I realize that some people would say there's no such thing as truth, and they will say that they're absolutely true on that, okay? which they have just contradict what they have said. And so what we need to be able to do is we need to be able to live by principles. Let me give you the fourth one. And here's, here's, here's the fourth one that I want us to learn. And that is we need a plan to live out. We need a plan to live out. And you say, well, what is God's plan for my life? It's exactly what you would do if you had all the facts. You see, God made you, God created you, God wired you, and and, and it really boils down to two things. You can live your life by God's design, or you can live your life by default. You can try to figure it out as you go along. You can live your life intentionally, or you can live your life accidentally. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to live your life, okay, with a plan, and God has that for you and I. You don't want to drift through life. You see, the good news is that God has a plan for your life. He loves you. He cares for you. He understands you. He knows what's best for you. He made you for himself. And life doesn't make sense until you understand that God made you for himself. And God wants that plan for you. Now, you might say, what is his plan? His plan is that you and I would serve him and serve one another. Because Jesus would say it like this. Jesus would say, if you want to be great... Serve, and all of us can be great because we can serve. Now, Paul says it like this. He says, for we are God's handiwork or masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do what? Good works, to serve, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, that's so powerful. God knows exactly what will make you happy, what will bring fulfillment to you. And he wants you to make a contribution in life. Let me give you this last one, and it's this right here. God has created us, okay, and loves us, and so He wants you and I to understand that He has a purpose for you and me, and we need to be able to understand and have a purpose to live for. Now, some of you need to hear this. You need to know that you matter, your life matters. You're not an accident, your life has purpose. God has given you a purpose, and everybody needs to feel like their life matters, and it does. You need to feel like you're not just taking up space or you're not just using the oxygen or wasting resources, that your life really counts, it really matters. God wants you to know that he not only has a plan for your life, but he has a purpose for you to live for, and you need to know your purpose. In fact, if you don't understand your purpose Life doesn't make sense. You ever heard somebody say something like this? Well, I just got to go find myself. What, What that is saying is they don't understand their purpose. And you and I need a purpose that's bigger than our problems. You see, if we don't have a purpose bigger than our problems, then our problems eats our lunch. They swallow us up. And sadly, most people never discover God's purpose for their life. They just live and die. Just live and die. Let me ask you a question. Do you know God's purpose for your life? He wants you to know his purpose. Because what happens is if you don't know his purpose, you have a hole in your life. And you will try to fill it with multiple different things. And none of them will be able to complete you or fulfill you. You see, nothing can take the place of God in your life. Nothing. And when you try to fill it with something else, or you put something at the center of your life instead of God, what happens is it becomes an addiction. That's what happens. You can get addicted to anything. You can get addicted to watching TV because you don't have a purpose. You can get addicted to food. You can get addicted to your husband or your wife. You can get addicted to alcohol. You, You can get addicted thinking that your whole life is your kids. And though they are important... God is more important, and when you put him first, everything else comes together. See, you can build your life on many good things, but not the best thing, not the right thing, and that is God. And what happens is when God is at the center of your life, then everything else falls into proper place and order. You see, some people try to escape from the futility of life through pleasure or power or possessions. Paul tells Timothy, though, this truth. Some people have missed the most important thing in life. They don't know God. They don't know God. Wow. You see, the secret of being able to have power in your life, being able to live with people, being able to have a plan and a purpose in your life is your relationship with God. It all starts and ends with him. A relationship with God is the key to you and I living life to the fullest. And so we must get connected with God. And then we must get connected with a handful of people. And in doing so, that's how God has made life work. And without those two things in your life, listen, you're going to struggle. No matter if we're in a COVID-19 or no matter if, if, if it's sunny and warm and low humidity, okay? You need those two things. Peter found that out, and here's what he writes. He says this. Peter says this in 2 Peter. he, He says that Jesus has the power of God. His power has given us everything we need to live. That's all the essentials of life. And to serve God, we have these things because we know him. See, Peter is saying that Jesus has the power. You see, it starts by getting to know God through the person of Jesus Christ. And once you know Jesus Christ, once you get connected with him, once you do that, okay, Jesus makes life better, and he makes you and I better at life. And so today, I want you to review these essentials. Power, people, plan, purpose. Those things there. And ask yourself, is there one of these that I need to give more focus to, more attention to? Because they're essential to your life. And when you do, you'll find Jesus making life better and making you better at life. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you today that you've promised to provide everything that we need to live and to serve you that even though that life is challenging and difficult and hard at times, you have a power that we can live on. You want to give us people to live with. You want to give us principles to live by. And you have a plan and a purpose for us to live out. And so God, I pray today that we would choose you. And maybe right now, wherever you're at, maybe you just need to pray this prayer. God, I haven't talked to you for a long time, but today I want to get started in knowing you better. Please give me your power to live on. Please bring the right people into my life that I need for support. Help me to live by your principles. Help me to know and follow your plan for my life so that I will fulfill your purpose that you created me for. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you want to talk to someone about a decision you've made or let us know how God's moving through this series, visit newpoint.org forward slash contact. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week on social media, download our app, subscribe to our weekly updates through the App Store or Google Play, or subscribe to our YouTube channel.